The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. All right. <laughs> One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. And that should be enough. Seven. No, not seven. <laughs> I always do that to H. guess. H? <laughs> yes. H. That's that's not even the one that sequentially. Okay. <laughs> Saboteurs. Um, oh, no. Always. Uh, all right. All right. We, we should start the show. <laughs> Good morning. Good evening. Good gravy. (laughs) 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 And welcome back to My Favorite Pokemon, a Pokemon podcast where we sit down with a cool trainer to discuss their favorite Pokemon. Uh, We have, I guess, a a very unique episode. (laughs) But first, in- <laughs> <laughs> but first introductions. Uh, hi, my name is Locke, who just rolled out of bed and is already laughing. And I am Janine, your um, host with the most host with the most toast. ghost toast. <laughs> it was toast. <laughs> now it's something else. It Not alive nor dead. Somewhere between. <laughs> And uh, today's guest is, uh, if you may introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Tanner. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and sorry for derailing the intro. <laughs> no, it was You great. can never be forgiven. <laughs> I love okay, it. good. I forgive you. I love it so much. Uh, <laughs> I literally, like, fell backwards, and, like, my headphone just popped out of my ear. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was great. But uh, Tanner, uh, please, can you can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, that's the number one question that we always have. Who are you, and how did you get in here? Uh, well, I just dig. I was in the Sinnoh Underground, and I was looking for cool rocks and whatnot, and then when I came back up, I was just in your house. So we're doing this now. You, you, know. ju- you just got, like, a bag full of hardstone. Just be honest. <laughs> I got some shards. <laughs> I have all the pretty shinies in a box. <laughs> I have so many shards, I can teach my Pokemon head headbutt. <laughs> so tell us about yourself, what you do, who you are. Oh, what, what a deep life? question. I am, uh, I'm up in Canada, and it's, it's chilly right now. And for fun, I like to podcast. I'm right in the middle of a week full of podcasts. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, one yesterday, one on Thursday, and another tomorrow, and then another Wednesday, and then another on Thursday again. Hot diggity god. <laughs> wow. Um, specifically, my, my main podcast that I'm actually on regularly, 
I have Not If I Reboot You First, a podcast where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood has a chance to. Nice. Uh, Janine has been on that before. Yes. And then I also DM for a Pokemon tabletop actual play called Pokemon Adventures of Adventures in the Millennium. It's, it's a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> uh, we have had no guests on that one because we all record in the meat space. So it's hard when it's just one person phoning in. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And um, gosh, golly, that's a lot. I'm actually kind of happy in hearing that there is more like tabletop games with Pokemon now. Yes. I will warn, we're not, I've, I've jokingly said we're not your dad's Pokemon. Um, but mainly that just means we're not uh, entirely family friendly. Like we're not super edgy dark Pokemon, but we're, we do cuss. And <laughs> we say bad words. <laughs> we say bad words. Uh, well, listen, two of us are the children of sailors. Not me, but two of my friends are children of sailors. So they they can't stop. They have to. <laughs> okay. It's, they're contractually obligated to at least say a certain allotted number of swear words per conversation or they get disowned. <laughs> Basically. I just imagine it's just like it's just like shaking a bottle and not <laughs> if you don't. If you don't uncap it, something bad will happen. <laughs> Listen, one time, me and my friend Lindsay on the podcast, on both podcasts, actually, we went to the Jungle Book, and we were talking about stuff, and then I saw the children start to arrive, because it is a children's movie. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, Lindsay, we have to watch our language, because an wh- entire kindergarten class just walked in, <laughs> and the first word out of her mouth was, f- <laughs> wait, can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely not. Yes. <laughs> I guess that one's going to be censored then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> so, Tanner, please. Why did you say yes? <laughs> it will be. <laughs> no, like what Tanner asked if, if if they could, you said yes. No, I mean, I am agreeing <laughs> that we are going to censor that. That that wasn't us until afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing You're so much. You're a very bad enabler. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Before we get a divorce, no! Tanner. <laughs> oh, no! Please tell us. What's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon is Venonat. The Venonat. <laughs> Which, design-wise, is actually really cute. <laughs> I really like the design. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a redesign from one of the generations, because when you Google Venonat, you get, like, a good sleek design, and then you get another design that does look like a poorly drawn Neopet. <laughs> Alright, so, Venonat is 3 foot 3 inches, uh, 66.1 pounds. I like how you just So, paused. rather, like, rather... <laughs> Well, yeah, it's one of those things where the dimensions don't quite add up, honestly. I would kind of, like, figure it to be, like... A foot tall, maybe. Honey. Like a like basically like a beach ball size. <laughs> yeah, I did not actually look up the dimensions of Venonat. That is a very large hug bug. Yeah. <laughs> honey, like by now you honey, by now you would know that Yeah, like the, the, the I'm guessing like all of, of these like have to be like estimations or something. The proportions of Pokemon are never actually like, you know, you know. <laughs> they are, you know. I'm also seeing what you mean when there's like one sleek design and then literally right next to it, it's just 
fuzz. <laughs> yeah. Over on the images. <laughs> oh, I love it. So why is why is Venonat your favorite Pokemon? Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff that just comes together. A lot of things about individual Pokemon I like, and then you combine them all and you just get Venonat. It's round. It is shaped like a friend. It has tiny little hands. It has a tiny little mouth, but it's like got the good bug mouth. Where like it's not huge mandibles. It's just like little little snippy snips. <laughs> it does look like it makes the noise dee 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 dee, and I always love Pokemon that look like that. <laughs> I love. It's little footsies. <laughs> I'm making hand gestures for all of these. <laughs> God, I remember it actually like. A couple years ago, I actually do remember a comic where <clears throat> someone gave uh, Venonette little little shoes, and it was so happy. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, well, we'll get to that one soon enough. Okay. Okay. But the first question we have for you is, what nicknames would you give to a Venonette? I'm trying to think... Because I haven't had very many Venonats in the games. Like, I think it wasn't until Pokemon Go that I really decided Venonat was my favorite. Because I think I needed to see them in the 3D to realize the, the roundness and the fluffiness. <laughs> so in Pokemon Go, I named mine Buddy. No. And then I tried to get through Let's Go Eevee, but the change in mechanics, I just couldn't get behind it didn't pull me in like other pokemon games do because it was just such a slog catching like 1700 of a single thing just to grind um but for my brief time there i did name venonat angus because it was a taz inspired nicknaming run oh nice i love it <laughs> yeah that's how we named our dog that is actually yeah. how we named our dog i had a feeling because i've heard him and heard of him before <laughs> He's just a nosy boy. Yep. But that's fine. He's valid. <laughs> so with with Venonat, like I do know that at face value some people would like would kind of like see Venonat and not take him as a big deal, but like looking over at the Pokédex entries, I think Venonat is probably the closest actual bug thing in description that I've ever seen. Well, there's kind of like I have kind of issues with the Pokedex descriptions. Oh. Um, early Pokedex descriptions say that, um, let's see, poison oozes from Albert's body. It catches and eats small bugs that are attracted to light. But then later on, in um, in black and white, its big eyes act are actually clusters of tiny eyes. At night, its kind is drawn by light. Oh. So, is the Venonat drawn to the light, or is it just eating the things that are drawn to light? I mean, I th it, it could be drawn to light because it knows that other things that are drawn to light are there, and then it eats the things that are drawn to light. Creatures of night, come to light! I'm sorry. You should be. <laughs> anyway. Um... Oh, I did just check my notes. I also had a Vena moth back in yellow Aww. named Veronica. Oh, you know that fits. <laughs> it was the alliteration. I love it. I already have a nickname for Vidanet. What is it? It's literally the thing that 
like Tanner just called it. It's a little hug bug. Hug bug. Yes. That's what you would yep. nickname. I would totally now. That, now that's in the universe. Like I would totally name Venonette hug bug. And I would nickname Venonette Radar. I can see that. See, I was thinking of naming my next one Radar too. I can actually see that, considering that um, because of its eyes. It actually does say, Venona is said to have evolved with a coat of thin, stiff hair that covers its entire body for protection. It possesses large eyes that never fail to spot even minuscule prey. So it sees. And it would also be good if you were going for a MASH-inspired run. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does use radar eye. But, you know, you could only name one Pokemon Hawkeye. Can you? Sand true. <laughs> the next what else what else do we ask? What's the next thing? So the next thing that we go over is that we've already talked about like some of the Pokedex entries and of course some nicknames. The next thing that we go over is by design I can't help but stare at that shiny. Um we seem to always have like the pink and baby blue and now we have like the red and blue comparison instead of red it has blue eyes it has a little bit of a bluish tint inside of its purple unless that's just the eye that's kind of doing that to me because purple is such a freaking it's such a it's such a freaking no it's just a it's just a very flexible color purple can look warm next to red and then it can look cold next to blue so tanner um, if you wanted to change the shiny of Venonat, how would you want to change it? So I do like the shiny Venonat because it's it's simple and it's nice and it's not the snot green. <laughs> um, and I also really like that when it evolves to Venomoth, it gets a nice, uh, like a baby powder blue color to it. Oh, I've, let me see that. I would love to yeah, see that Yeah, like the quick. little hands and feetsies. Little hands and feetsies? Like kind of like translate pretty well into it oh let me see here i would love to see have to have it load for a little bit there we go oh that's very pretty yeah wow mm-hmm. so it kind of like turns so, into like a little bit of like a blue and a gray to like a very vibrant beautiful blue i like them both that's very lovely but i was thinking on what color changes i would do for venonat and the first one i thought of was just Keeping the blue eyes and the blue nose, but changing the purple fur to yellow. Oh, really? Oh. Why is that? Because it looks nice. <laughs> That's but I have I a second idea huh. that does have better justification. Okay. Where you take the purple fur and you make it like a ready pink. And then you take the eyes and the nose and you make them green. Because then it's a strawberry. <laughs> It's a strawberry fuzzball. I can actually exactly. see that. That's like that's very pastel-y right there. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay, so we got that. Next one is since we're looking, or since we're talking about the looks of Venonet, um, if you were to accessorize your Pokemon, and if you wanted to accessorize, how would you accessorize your little fuzzball? And would you accessorize? Would you? I would absolutely accessorize my little hug bug. <laughs> I feel like it would take after me in that it is a hat collector. Oh my Ooh. gosh, yes. Please tell us more. 
It's it's built for hats. Put any kind of hats you want on there. Put a baseball cap on it when you go to the ball game. Put a cowboy hat on it when you go to the cowboy town. Put a uh, shanka on it because we're up in the coldness of Canada. <laughs> when you also, go to the cowboy town, go on. Also, you can wrap it in a scarf, and I imagine it'd be a lot like the only good scene in a Christmas story where the kid can't put his arms down because he's just so bundled up with the scarf. <laughs> oh, Babu. <laughs> it's gonna be okay, Babu. <laughs> you just wrap it up and you just take it with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I would definitely need, like, Okay, no, I was imagining having a baby carrier, but then earlier you told me it was three feet tall. So yeah, I'd need, like, like, a wagon. That's, like, almost half the size of me. I like. I feel like that is, like, from the, the bottom of its feet to the top of the antenna. I, don't, I can't think that that's, like, the whole bug. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, that would still be two feet. That's still a significant size. Yeah. So, so we're gonna, so we are going to say that it's the size of a little beach ball, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Beach ball or nothing, because honestly, like, (laughs) that, that's, that's what's in my head when I see it. I don't want it to be any bigger because it's like, not that manageable. (laughs) I don't know. It's. Oh, someone did, someone did draw in a net and wrapped in a scarf. And it can't put its arms down. Where is that? Um, it's over at Amino, which is like pretty much a place that I still don't trust when it comes to uh, art. But um, it looks like this was it looks like this posted by the artist. Okay, yeah, so they did the sketch and everything. I will happily. I want to show Tanner this. I think I found it. Oh. It's in green ink. Yes. Yes, that's very good. It's so cute. <laughs> oh. So, mm-hmm. now that we've properly accessorized our um, our hug bug to go to Cowboy Town, <laughs> I love we're, it. We're, 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 zip, we're zipping past this really fast. I do you think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, but I think that's because um. Tanner, you've had time to think about this for a while now. Yeah, I like you guys launched when I was real busy with stuff, and I told you like right off the hop, I will be free in January. <laughs> sure enough, here we are in January. Yep, yep. But um, when it came to when it comes to Venonet, now that we dressed Venonet up, they now they now look nice to take outside. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner, if you were inside the Pokemon world with the Venonat. Um, seeing how it is you, I'm gonna say uh, someplace in Sinnoh, maybe Eterna City? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe? Pastoria uh, City. See, here's my thing with going to the Pokemon world is that I would probably just be traveling all the time. I would absolutely be the wanderer, just going from town to town, region to region, just taking in all the sights and all the the Pokemon tourist traps, I guess. <laughs> nice. And then I'd have 
my little Vernette with me. And we'd just stroll, and Vernette would do its big walk where it like, lifts its feet up really high and then just kind of slaps him down. <laughs> I could see and that we would definitely, animated. <laughs> we would definitely roll down hillsides because round. How can you not just roll for fun? <laughs> I could already see its feet just going... <laughs> but you would so you would definitely be the one that's traveling around with a venom yeah oh I yeah love that oh um, we wouldn't have to worry about getting uh, surprised by wild pokemon because it has the radar eyes oh nice yes and there'd be a wild pokemon but then ben would go <laughs> and I'd be like, okay then they won't go this way <laughs> what if, i just thought of a, a dumb scenario what if you just stopped and like let's not go this way and then it just goes and then you like all of a sudden you start to realize oh we are surrounded <laughs> and it's just going everywhere <laughs> oh no the radar's coming from inside the house <laughs> they're in the vents <laughs> Weedles everywhere. <laughs> it's just running in a circle now. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get attacked by Pokemon, let's talk about how your life is right now. If you had a Venonat in your daily life, like they figured out how to make Pokemon be a thing inside the real world, everybody gets one to start off with. You get a Venonat. How does your life change? Okay, so the last episode of your guys that I listened to was the Doug Trio one, and the guest on that one said that they'd probably just keep going normally, and like wouldn't try world domination or anything. <laughs> um, I am trying world domination. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> please. I have Venonet. It's incredibly adorable. It knows sleep powder. All right. I'm just gonna go rob all the banks. Okay, let's be criminals. It'll use radar to get to catch any cops. I mean, it's it's 2020, and there's only like two options that you can do. That's be gay and do crimes. <laughs> exactly. We just we just raid with our non-binary flag. <laughs> <laughs> I I never would have thought Venonat being used for crime. <laughs> We walk into the bank in matching agender bow ties. Nice. <laughs> oh, just... bow ties would be good for Venonat too. You just oh, put like yeah. little clip on it. Bow ties would be good. Yeah. A clip bow tie. <laughs> yeah, not like not one of the ones you have to tie or like one of the elastic ones because then it would like be weirdly cinched. Yeah, you just like put it and it does like a little bounce and stretch and you see like fuzz sticking out on one side it and gets the obvious almost buried in this fuzz. <laughs> the obvious. I I hold it up to it and I look at it and I say, "Hey, do you even have a neck?" <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It's the science. It's uh <laughs> science scientists still haven't figured that one out. Um, they they made a real life Venonat. Does it have a neck? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just work here. I just put a bunch of like DNA goo in the machine, and this thing popped out, and it's real fluffy. You want it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> hey, little buddy. We're gonna start hey, crime. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you so many hats. 
love it so much. All right. So before we um, stick up a lids, (laughs) (laughs) was there anything else that we had going on that we had to talk about? Not that I can think of, actually. Because we went down to the Slice of Life stuff, which is apparently not very a slice of life as we had imagined it to be. It's a slice of crime. It's a slice of crime. All right, then, Tanner. Then, uh, was there anything further on Venonat that you wanted to go ahead and uh, talk about? Trying to think. What other things do I like about Venonat? I feel like I listened them off pretty concisely. Round. Fluffy. Deedly-deedly. If my Venonat wanted to evolve into Venomoth, I would let it. Because I, I do like Venomoth too. It's just I like Venonat slightly more. But also, like, I wouldn't see my Venonat evolving and go, No, stop! And you you have to stay fluffy. Because maybe it doesn't <laughs> want to be fluffy. Maybe it wants to fly. Stay fluffy. Forever be fluffy. I mean, like, moths. Moths in themselves, they can be a little fluffy. Yeah. Like, I definitely love every single moth Pokemon in existence. Even the, even the 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 ones with eyes and everything. What? I, oh yeah. Okay. He, they know exactly what I'm talking about. The, the one. Wait, all the, don't all the moth Pokemon have eyes? But this one I'm thinking of is the one where. It's uh... the Wormple. It's the Wormple evolution. Oh, Dustox! Yeah, I love Dustox. Okay, cool. I don't think I get along with that one. I think it's mostly my whole problem, though. <laughs> the... Do you ha- do you have like a bug phobia? No, I don't. I just like uh, tryptophobia. Yeah. Oh yeah, that uh, I get that sometimes, but Dustox doesn't make it happen with oh, me. Oh, that's so. good. That's good. So you, that way you can always love it then. Yeah. And give it some love. Yeah, like um, some of the moth Pokemon though, like the newest one. I th- yes. Frostmoth. Snom and Frostmoth rocketed right into my top ten. Yeah, oh, that is something we had it we had not uh, talked about though, right? Oh, uh, the news update from Pokemon. We probably should have said something about. Oh heck, you're right. Yeah, I mean, like everybody knows about it, right? Yeah, y'all seen the trailer? Yeah, you, listener, this is a question to you, so we'll give you a little bit of time to answer. Hey, you saw that trailer, right? <laughs> oh yeah cool yeah that was my favorite part too <laughs> all right <laughs> but yeah we know uh you know upcoming dlc for pokemon our official stance is it's good more reasons good more reason to play with friends <laughs> and yeah sure there are some people who have some complaints about it but and they're valid for having their opinions but personally I'm really happy. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait. We're, we're kind of excited about it. So that's our official stance. No need to get so political, but... Oh my god. Well, we, we, we gave our stance on Dexit, and I think that, like, since we're, like, uh, you know, a public-facing kind of personas in, in Pokemon, no. you kind of had to, like, let your opinion be known, like, at some time, right? Well, I think my we've... opinion... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go on, Tanner. Please. Okay, my, my like my opinion on Dexit was always it's unfortunate, but it's not going to ruin the game for me, and that's been my opinion of most issues I had with Sword and Shield. That like, ah, oh, this is unfortunate, but I'm not going to torch the franchise and run. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And overall, for us, it kind of feels like a net gain. 
you know, yeah. the stuff that we lost versus the things that we have. I now have one of my new favorites, and that is indeed Snom. Yes. I and... had to, the way I had to play with it is just that I had to barely toss the ball, and it would get so happy and crawl over to it very slowly and just get it. And it's just so proud of itself. And then it turns into this uh, beautiful moth, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> she's so beautiful, and she has a poofy scarf. I know! God! And she invented that her scarf buddies. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, um, I guess I should say right now, like, for anybody who happens to have new favorites of this region, I would absolutely yeah, love to talk hit about us them. up. Raboot I, might uh, be my new favorite, like, Pokemon overall. I feel like I'm gonna have to come to you guys once a year with a favorite because, like, I say Venonat's my favorite Pokemon, and he, like, they are number one with a bullet, but also they're my favorite today. <laughs> ah, so we'll see you I next January. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, but oh, we're talking about the new stuff, and that did give me an idea oh. for something to talk about. I don't know if you guys will want to add this into your regular question rotation. But if Venonat had a regional variant, ooh, yes. What if he was like well, what a dark bug? What region would you want, like want to have a variant? Because if it's a if it's like uh, known as like a Cantonian, then it's got to be like any region besides that. Let's talk about like if it had like a a Sinnoh or you or Unovan variant. Some places that don't have variants. You I'm know? trying to th- see. I feel like my idea might be Unovan. Because my idea was a dark bug Venonat, well, and by extension a dark bug Frostmoth, or no, not Frostmoth, uh, Venomoth. <laughs> um, because like their their little their little mouths are a bit like fangies. So what if you just stuck a little like high collar on Venonat and made him like dark purple with like orange eyes, and now he's a vampire. Oh my god. <laughs> Vampire fluff. <laughs> oh no, I'd love it. Yeah. And and even if it was an original variant, I would definitely just stick like the collar and the cape on Venonat for Halloween. Yeah, and like the evolution for it's not actually like a a a, a Venomoth. Maybe if it's just like a bigger uh, uh kind of Venonat that's like more definitely like more vampire. <laughs> uh, vam- vam- vampire-like, and it was called Mothferatu. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I was I was thinking like v- Vampernat, but no, Mothferatu is <laughs> extremely good. I love it. I love both of these things. Vampernat. <laughs> oh no. I mean, Perserker is basically like a Galarian Meowth, but like bigger. So like, why don't we just keep like that same kind of like first stage, just like bigger, but like different. So like. Perserker. Vampernet. Vampernet. <laughs> Mothferatu. I really love saying Mothferatu. I think that's going to be it. Oh, that really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we kick you out. <laughs> Where can people go to you to do crimes? Uh, you can plan a Pokemon bank robbery with me by contacting me through my Twitter, at SparkyUpstart. Uh, if you want to hear about me and my friends doing crimes in a tabletop fashion, then you can find Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium 
at pkmn underscore millennium. And if you want to hear about me and my friend Lindsay inspire teens to do crimes, then you can check out Not A Fiery Boot You First at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Not A Fiery Boot You First, and they're pronounced NERIF! I love it every single time. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Please um, do. <laughs> you you no! already made that joke. It doesn't work a second time. It does if I want you to die. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. <laughs> if you die, you can come back as a Mothferatu. Yeah. Named Vampronet. <laughs> exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, oh, we, we gotta do our plugs, though, right? Yes, honey, please. Okay, you can be able to find the show on Twitter at uh, my favorite Pokemon that is favorite spelled without the U because we are... American. Can't believe it. <laughs> I, I hate this so much. I mean, we, we, we apologize for it as often as we can. The U respecter has logged on. <laughs> and that is Pokemon spelled... P-K-M as in Mary, N as in Nancy... That's it. And that's where you can be able to go so that you can be able to see about guesting. Guests that are on the list but we haven't contacted yet, please be patient. We kind of have a pretty long backlog we have to go through. And uh, what else was there? That's it. That's it. We're both part of the Pokemon Casters Network. That's yes, it. We, we are. We both are. This was a crossover episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can be able to find out more about them in uh, pokecastersnetwork.com? Is it a dot .com? That sounds like a website. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a bumper at the beginning of the thing where it already said it. Uh, just rewind yeah, right. and check back and then listen through all the way through here again. Listen to the podcast no, again. Right. It's, it's pokecastersnetwork.com. Okay. <laughs> and um, let's see here. Yeah, catch us uh, updating every Wednesday. Uh, what do... Do we have anything else? I'm panicking now. What's your favorite Pokemon? And now you don't have to panic. That's how, is that how we ended? <laughs> and now we have a little ending theme. Yay. <laughs> and stop recording. Stop recording.